Yes, the Sharks are not in the playoffs for the second year in a row, but there are still playoffs, this time only in May. Whew, thank gosh. We'll talk about all eight series. We'll talk about tonight's game between Bruins and Caps and everything between playoff-wise right now. This is Teal Town Live. Good evening, everyone. It is Saturday night, March 15th, 2021, and the Stanley Cup playoffs are underway. Yes, there's still the regular season still going on between Vancouver and, you know, Edmonton, Calgary, whatever. But welcome <laughs> to, <laughs> right? I mean, it's it's true, folks. Welcome to Teal Town Live. Uh, this is our live interactive preview show. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you coming. So, you know what? Why not? I mean, really. Dangle, when did you say why not? Why not? Thank you very much. Join us and be a part of the show and interact with us and fellow hockey fans around the world on the YouTube page or the YouTube app. Of course, follow us on the social Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button right there. SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. Good evening, everyone. It's been a while. Good to see you. I'm joined by Ian Reed. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So, uh, huh. What did you think of that first game? Game one between Capitals and Bruins. Uh, you know, that was a good game. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I caught the end of it. I didn't catch the whole game, but I did catch the end of it. Um, I mean, it was fun, right? Like playoffs are playoffs are fun, and it's nice to see like that. Looks like it's gonna be a, a good series. Um, yeah, I mean, so far so good. Yeah, uh, Brendan Dillon getting a goal that gave the Capitals a, a brief two-one lead. Nick Dowd getting a tip off of a TJ Oshie shot to get the game-winning goal to give the Caps a one-game-to-nothing lead in the series. Um, but Vanacek going down to injury. Craig Anderson, the number three goaltender for Washington, going in. Uh, it's only game one. Thankfully, the opening game didn't go uh, five overtimes like last last year's, or, well, six months ago, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or, well, no, six. About seven months ago, yeah. Eight, nine, whatever. It, it's 2021, all right? Just give us a little bit here. So uh, so as we mentioned, we'll review all the, all eight series. We'll start off with uh, Capitals and Bruins in a little bit. But, you know, one of the things that we always like to mention here, yes, we are a Shark-centric broadcast. Yes, the Sharks are not in the playoffs. But there's... Wait, a... what? Oh, my, my, my bad. Spoiler alert. Oh, Damn. Oh boy. Well, we just lost Ian. All right, but there there are guys who who've had Sharks ties or Bay Area ties uh, to this team. Uh, going down here and uh, you know looking at you know Sean Corrali, you know the pick that uh, that sent that got us to uh, get uh, who was it? Martin Jones. Oh, Martin yeah. Jones. Yeah, that, that went well. Uh, one thing I didn't put in here: Charlie Coyle, the pick, you know the the prospect that that. Went the other way for Brent Burns in a three for one trade. You know, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, Yokum Ryan. When I was th going through this list, I totally forgot Yokum Ryan was a Carolina Hurricane. 
so did I until you just let me know. There we go. <laughs> I mean, we can now. I mean, we can now officially, Ian, say we can yoke him Ryan this sort of bitch. There you go. Yeah, we can yoke him Ryan this bitch. That's amazing. That's um, for you, Drew Weber. There you go. Uh, but, you know, you go through the list here. Obviously, Joe Thornton's probably one of the more prominent names, along with uh, Brendan Dillon, Dylan DeMello. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have two former. Uh, well, you have a former Shark and Mike Sullivan now the head, with the head coach of Pittsburgh. Uh, you have PDB, you know, and Steve Spot with Vegas. But uh, also, you know, a former San Francisco Bull, Yanni Gord, uh, going for, trying to go for back-to-back Stanley Cups. You also have, you know, San Ramon native Austin Matthews from Toronto. And so there's a lot of representation here Uh in these 2021 playoffs, even though the Sharks aren't in it, there are plenty of Sharks and Sharks prospects and Sharks coaches uh, spread around to uh, root for. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it's pretty, I'm just looking at the list there. It's a pretty, yeah, pretty decent list. And definitely some guys uh, to cheer for. I'm, I'm really glad that you included like absolute Sharks legend Mike Hoffman. <laughs> right. I, like if if you didn't include Mike Hoffman, I'd probably have been pretty upset. Yeah, I mean it's a pretty good list there. I mean obviously there's some guys that um, are a little more near and dear to my heart than than others, obviously, right? Like, um, I mean, God, Nick Benino. I know he was in a. I know he was like a, a guy that, but I mean it was so long ago. Like I just, he's one of those guys that you forget, like until it's like, oh yeah, yeah, he was he was Sharks property at one point, right? Um, you know, and then like some of the other things like. Like Sean Corelli, I like Sean Corelli, but I think like, I don't know, um, if, if you go back, right, and it's always easy to judge these things way after the fact, but I, I feel like if you go back to when we traded for Martin Jones, which I was, who, you know, who I was really high on at the time, um, I, I know it might come as a shock to people, but I didn't always just have it out, you know, knives out for Martin Jones. Um, but at the time that that trade was made, I mean, that was that was a seller's market for for goaltenders and a lot of guys, um, you know, a lot of a lot of teams paid some pretty significant prices for goaltenders around that time. Yeah. And, and I mean, a first in Corrali going the other way, who knew? I mean, you would get a, a playoff run like no other that first year. But uh, after that, ooh. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, all right. So that's who who you can root for. Uh, of course, you know, I'm a, uh, well, well, we'll show this shirt off a little bit, but uh, let's get at it, shall we? So here, where do you want to start? So we're going to kind of go through the bracket here, too, uh, okay. which which in sense, you know, because there is a slight alteration to it because of the divisions. Uh, but yes. that's, that's kind of similar to the same. You know, just no wild card this time around. Um, well, no wild card, and the thing is, is that it seeds all the way through. So there's no, there's no conferences this time around, right. which is why they're not giving out the conference trophies because there's no conferences. Like the final four are just going to get seeded one to four, and that's going to be that. Right. I mean, that's the first time I've ever seen the Stanley Cup semifinals logo. Uh, right. Well, yeah, it's not a conference final because there's no conferences this year. Right. It's just four different divisions, and I like that. Yeah, and, and so quite conceivably. You could have, you know, three divisions have East, Eastern, normal Eastern Conference teams, uh, per se. I mean, you could have like we'll, we'll say for Shiggles, 
you know, Montreal Islanders and Nash and uh, Carolina all come mm-hmm. out of there and taking on one West team. Uh, it, it and they'll be de- they'll be seated by league standings. So yep. the road through the cup essentially goes through Colorado for now. Making Colorado for the time being, yes. yes, as they are the President's Trophy winners, and they will, you know, have home ice throughout the Stanley Cup final as long as they last. So that's the bracket. That's what we're looking at. But we'll start off. We'll start off in the East with the number two seed Washington Capitals and the number three seed Boston Bruins. Uh, Washington, you know, looked pretty decent, but now after one game, you're you're worried about as to who's going to be their netminder. Are they going to continue on with Craig Anderson? Solid, solid goaltender. Nothing wrong with that, but um, I mean, I have all, yeah, I have all the time in the world for Craig Anderson. I think um, he's just a guy that I've always that I've always had a lot of respect for, and I think you know he maybe he's not like maybe he's never always been like the best goalie, but I think something like there's something to be said for a goalie who plays with the longevity that Craig Anderson has played, right? Um, now, obviously, he's the third string guy. I think he turns 40 this year. But to get up like to that age and still be a goalie, I think because when you look at other guys like you look at there's been so many, especially over the last decade, you've had so many flash in the pan goalies that were like, you know, they that are like that went from being like Stanley Cup goalies to out of the league. Mm-hmm. Right. Like so for to have a guy like Craig Anderson to me. Um, who's gone through the battles that he did and, you know, and to still be in the league at this point, like, I think that's, that's a real testament to him. Hey, and nice to see because, yeah, uh, for sure. you know, a, a heck of a goaltender when he's played, he's all, he gave the sharks, you know, fits in 2010 when he was yes. the netminder for Colorado. Uh, you know, he was in there. What was it? Uh, 2017 with Eric Carlson, uh, going on that that Eastern Conference final run, you know. So, uh, yeah, Ottawa fans loved him too. Yeah, like um, just I, I remember that was like the one thing, um, like just how much the fans there loved him. Like anytime he like when we were when me and Jen went to the game last year, and it seems <laughs> yes. like a freaking eternity ago now. Right. Um, you know, like just anytime he made a save, like you know, guys just hooting and hollering for him. Like they loved him. Yeah. No. But uh, Boston went on a good run late. I mean, you get Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall looks he looked pretty decent tonight. I mean, but uh, with Boston going on a run late to get in, kind of throw things up a little bit, you know, as to, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. As, I... as, as to the Bruins' chances. I mean, I would have said, you know, four weeks ago, this is a slam dunk, you know, Capitals can get this done maybe five or six, but now Bruins are going to be a, a tough out or, or yeah. going to be a tough out, I should say. Yeah, I have this. I don't I don't have it completely going the distance, but I have this game going. I have this series going six games. I don't have the brew. I have the Washington Capitals coming out of this series in six games. I think Washington's the better team, but Boston always just has that way of like it, there's there's a couple teams that I think have some serious upset fuel in them and Boston I think is absolutely one of them. Yeah. Uh Craig Anderson said post game, well you can say I'm well rested. <laughs> I, I don't think he got much action if at all. 
uh, this year. So, you know, fresh goaltender, but are, but is he cold? Um, but yeah, and th- I, I couldn't even believe and, and going back to this game here just quickly, I could not believe I, I, I'm, I'm sure everyone has seen the Kelly Rudy Krupp by now, like just such an asinine thing to say. Okay. Which I, it because he basically said, oh well, you know, it's your job to make sure you're stretched because if you, you know, if you pull a muscle during a game, it's because you didn't stretch enough or something. And I think that's completely like, I I appreciate he used to be a goalie himself, so I know a lot of people. Whoa, oh shit, the goalie said so. Maybe that's true, but it seems like such a dumb thing. Like sometimes just right. injuries just happen. Like shit happens, right? Oh, for sure. And I just I couldn't believe that. Like. I, I mean, I guess for Kelly Rudy, like, it's funny because when Kelly Rudy first started, like, you'd tell he was, like, too tight with a lot of players because it was, like, when he first got on Hockey Night Candy, he was like, everyone did great. And now he's like, ah, oh, this guy didn't stretch enough. So, I mean, I guess he's, you know, he's come along in that respect. But, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just thought it was a really stupid thing to say. Yeah, I mean, it happens. I mean, you can't, you can't, you know, twist all your muscles around but at the same time, like that's gonna that's that's a tough one to take. Uh, Rudy knows. Uh, I mean, they're they're not. Let's put it this way: they're not as flexible as Archer's Urbe. Right. Yeah. Clearly not. I don't know. It's just it's <laughs> like stupid things. Like sometimes shit just happens, and it's not because you no. didn't train hard enough before the game or whatever. It just right. like shit happens, man. Yeah. <laughs> like it just no. it it bothers me. Like that, you know, just the stupid things, like. As far as this game has come, you know, like the, how that can somehow still be commentary and, and, and how you'll still get people going, yep, yep, that's probably true. It just blows my mind. That that was an excellent Mike Babcock impression there, Ian. Thanks. Very nice. Um, who who do you have for uh, Boston, Washington? I will take I will take the uh, as much as I, I want to have Team Chaos like like Al, Al Pitt in our uh, DMs. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm taking Capitals in six. I have Capitals in six as well. Yeah, uh, I, I think Washington will be a good will be a good opponent, but uh, for I think it's going to be a great series, and I think it, it it might even go the difference. It might even go the distance. I hate I hate predicting games in seven. I feel like if you predict games in seven, basically saying I don't know. So I always like <laughs> if I was little a little hint. If I if I say a series is going to go seven. It's because I honestly have no effing clue, apparently, because oh, I generally won't pick a series to go seven unless like I always I don't know. That's just a stupid thing that I do. It's in my head. It's like it's it's basically me saying I don't know and it will happen. Or or as AJ has said on the Pugmalos, I am unsure. Yeah. So uh, moving on to the other Eastern Division series, uh, the top seed Pittsburgh Penguins. God, really? The top seed Pittsburgh Penguins again. Uh, going up against uh, the four seed in the New York Islanders, um, things didn't look quite good for Pittsburgh early on. But and, and I've always thought the Islanders were going to be a little bit of a dark horse, no matter where they mm-hmm. finished. And, and they flirted with first for for a bit. But uh, honestly, I know I know we said I don't know, but this this is one series that you know. That could be a little interesting to watch, or very interesting to watch. Yeah, I, this one's interesting, and I honestly, I, I'm, I, I've got the upset here. Um, I just, I like the Islanders. I think I, it, Pittsburgh's a 
Pittsburgh's a hard team to go against, but I have more concerns. And usually when I'm having trouble picking a series, I'm going to look at their goaltending. And I have a much harder time getting behind the goaltending uh, in Pittsburgh and Tristan Jari. I don't think Tristan Jari has been that great this year. Um, so if he ends up playing too many games, I think they're in trouble. Um, I like the Islanders. I like the Islanders in net better. And I like the Islanders. The, they're a younger, they're a younger, they're a faster team. Um, and I think they're well coached. And I feel like with the, with everything that P- Pittsburgh went through this season, I just wonder how much they have left in the tank now. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I'm kind of in the sense that, you know, I do, do you like Semyon Varlamov? Uh, I, I do like I do like the Islanders lineup going all the way from you know Matthew Barzal, yeah, which probably just triggered Hockey Trick into the chat right now. Uh, you know, going with Eberle, and I like the I like the grit of an older Cal Clutterbuck. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Thomas Hickey, I've always liked. You know. Especially in in since he's been in Long Island from L.A., uh, but you can't count out you can't count out Crosby and you can't count no. out Malkin, um, and, and if they do decide to go tandem with you know Tristan Jari or Casey DeSmith, I mean you can't count out Pittsburgh. They they got to the number one you know. No, for sure. And that's and that's something that absolutely like, you know, they they did finish. I feel like, you know, they did finish first in that division for a reason. But I just I feel like I don't know. There's just I got a feeling about the Islanders. And maybe that's a really dumb thing to like, you know, to base your entire thing. Oh, I got a feeling. But I don't know. Like this one, I just my gut said Islanders. And Maybe it's because I haven't watched the, neither team enough this year, but I just like I look at both lineups and I just feel like, you know, this Islanders team, uh, this this Islanders team, it's well coached. I mean, so is Pittsburgh, but I just feel like this is a team that should do something. Um, and I just, I don't know. It's a it's a gut feeling I have. All right. And maybe my gut feeling is completely wrong, but mm, I wouldn't really know. We will find out. <laughs> uh, so you're picking Islanders in. Six. Your pit Islanders in six. Well, I am. Yeah, unsh- I think it'll be a series for sure. Yeah, I I'm going to say Islanders in seven. I would say Ray Ferraro assists on the overtime goal, but then I'm aging myself to 1993. Uh, I will go Islanders in seven, just because I think it's going to be a toss up for sure. Uh, and they start tomorrow at 9 a.m. Uh, on your local NBC station out here on the West Coast, noon, if you are over in the East. So that takes care of that one, of uh, Pittsburgh and New York. So let's move onward to the Central, where we will, I guess, well, James Reimer this bitch? James Uh, Reimer this bitch, indeed. All right. The Carolina Hurricanes and the Nashville Predators, uh, probably the only time these two teams will meet in the playoffs, unless it's for a Stanley Cup. Uh, Carolina's been on a roll all year. Uh, Nashville hung in there and and staved off Chicago for a, you know before they went away, and then Dallas 
try to catch up but couldn't do it. Damn it, Pavelski, why couldn't you do it? Could have added another list to that thing there. But uh, Carolina and Nashville, what do you think here? Um, I really like I, – I think what Nashville did this season should be commended because there was a point in the season, like about halfway through, where everyone's like, oh, man – you know, what is going to happen to Nashville at the trade deadline? They're, you know, they're going to trade away their whole decor and, you know, start the rebuild and everything else. And now here they are, here they are in the playoffs. So I think, you know, the way they turned around their season is super commendable. Carolina is just too good, though, in my, in my opinion. Like, I, I, I don't think, like, Carolina, Carolina just has a better team. Um, Carolina has better goaltending again, and like the underlying metrics all point to Carolina. Um, I think what Nashville did this season is is tremendous. Um, I think, but I think like they are they are a team that is trying to hold the window open with all their might from completely slamming shut, and it's already started coming down. And they just you know the window shut, they just don't see it yet. So in my opinion, this is Carolina. I don't think this is going to go very long. I have the Hurricanes in five. Are you looking at my bracket, my friend? <laughs> nope. I have my own bracket in front of my face. I have the angry Canadian bracket. Oh, my goodness. Because I, I, I'm in the same way wavelength here. I think Carolina's got too much of everything. They have good goaltending, good defense, uh, nice scoring, a uh, way to keep Sebastian Ajo from going to Montreal. That's going to you know benefit them a bit. Uh, you know you have Morazic, but if Morazic falls, then you have Reimer. If you have mm -hmm. Reimer, you have say it for me because I, I I can't for oh you're going to make me do this. I just can't. But I mean they have three goaltenders that that have played fantastic for them. Nash I know, and I'm trying to remember the goalie's name. It's uh, like something with a bunch of vowels. I'm sure. Yes, I, I mean where's Vanna when we need her for this one, right? <laughs> But I mean, Nashville, yeah, they have some good. They have some good scoring depth. I mean, you 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 have Arvidsson. You have you know Snossis. Oh, oh, excuse me, Sissons. Yes, uh, you know. uh, they have they have like um uh, yes. Uh, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce that. It's not happening. <laughs> um, that's the thing I like. But that's the thing I like with team. Like, there's a lot of balance on this team. Like, they they get offense from throughout their lineup. I think they have probably one of the most under talked about decors in the league mm -hmm. um as far as defensemen go uh like i think i really really like um jacob slavin um and brett pesci i think both of those guys are are super good players um you know and they and they have still have dougie hamilton who put up a bunch of points this year um like they just they're just such a well-balanced team and they're again you know well coached and as much as i you know again I, I give the predators a ton of credit for for dragging their butts into the playoffs and and holding it down because they definitely had uh you know they had dallas gunning for them for right up to the end um but i just i you know that's the the one thing about limping into that fourth seed is you have to play that one seed and the one seed is usually a very much superior team and in this case it absolutely is the hurricanes are superior to this nashville team in every facet yeah uh i'm gonna i'll try it here alex netalovich yeah it works for me okay cool you know Lacey's not here he's not here to to correct us and we're jerks so it's okay but yeah uh, um 
so Carolina in five. Five for me. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm going to go five. Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'll go Carolina in five. Uh, I think Nashville will get a game. They might get. They might sneak a, another game in, but uh, I think they'll they'll finish it off in five for Carolina to move on to the next round. Uh, and uh, and then in the Central Division this series, which I I you know I love regional rivalries. I I you know for I, sure. when it's like Sharks L A, Oilers Flames. Uh, you know, look forward to the eventual Kraken Canucks rivalry. Uh, but this one, this one, I'm really curious of what this could mean to the game of hockey in Florida. Uh, the Panthers and the Lightning, the Panthers, the higher seed in this one, taking on the defending Stanley Cup champions, uh, Barkley Goodrow, you know, former, uh, you know, assistant head coach Rob Zettler's on, on the coaching squad here in Tampa. Uh, but of course, Stamkos, Kucherov coming back into the lineup. How do you prepare for those two guys? No, that's it, right? Like, um, if you look at like Tampa, to me, I, I, I you know, Florida's a really good story this year. Um, the Florida Panthers, I think, surpassed all my expectations for them by a mile this year. Um, it was, you know, and it's funny because again, without like. The one the one downfall to the way this season was was you had less reasons to watch other divisions, right? Because like I didn't have to know what was going on in Florida because the Sharks weren't gonna play them this year. Yeah. Right. So I didn't care. Like there's you know, you can you you have to prepare for eight teams. And I have to be able to come on here and talk about those eight teams. <laughs> and the rest of them, well, that's, you know, if something super cool happens with them, we have to bring it up on the show. That's great. But, you know, it, it really killed my desire to watch a lot of other things because I didn't have to be smart on them. We were never going to play them. They were going to come up in passing with something, you know, super crazy happened. Like you fire your coach and your GM and everything and, you know, and no one knows why. Then then you have to come on and talk about that. <laughs> but... You know, Florida was just kind of un, like just under the under the radar good all year, because again, you know, they're a team that's not going to get a whole lot of press, regardless of how well they're doing. Like it's always, you know, especially up here, there's with all the Canadian teams playing all the Canadian teams, that's where the focus is in the media up here. Of course. So you're not getting, you know, so I think that um, they've had a really, really good under the radar um, season, um, but. Tampa's the defending champs. And to me, you know, I look at both these teams and I see one that, you know, is is definitely on the rise. And I think that I think Florida can only go up from here. But sometimes you have to get your nose bloody first. And I feel like for Florida, that's going to be this year for them. You know, this is the year that Tampa's probably going to you know, give them a bloody nose. And then they come back next year with that experience. I have the lightning in six. This one was a tough one for me uh, because it's, it's like I could see Florida, you know, going strong and going into round two. Mm -hmm. And, but at the same time, how are you, sp in, in, as long as Stamkos and Kucherov are healthy and mind you, you know, Tampa did pretty decent without, those two guys all season 
You're, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. granted, Kucherov and sometimes was out- guys coming back into the lineup can screw things up. Exactly. I, I don't think Kucherov and Stamkos like that's only a boon to get back. But but we've seen times where, you know, teams teams grind to get in and then they get complacent because they get like a star back. And then the guys that were used to being the guys that step up contribute. Sometimes they don't like there's definitely I won't I, I don't want to say it's it wouldn't be an upset because I think these teams are pretty evenly matched. Right. But but I can see a path for Florida through this. I just, but to me, I look at Tampa. I think you have, you know, probably this year's Vesna winner. Um, you know, you look at that. You, you look at that blue line. You, I mean, again, guys that a lot of guys that just did this last year, they just won. I, you know, I just, I, I'm going to take the Vesna goaltending, and I'm going to take the experience. In Poporovsky, you know, he can be hot and cold. Uh, yep. Hasn't exactly been flashing the playoffs, so there's no guarantee that he'll be great. However, he's got good offense in front of him, you know, mm-hmm. with um, Barkov. You know, I mean, he's probably one of the more underrated guys heard from in the league. Uh, you have Jonathan Huberdeau. Yep. I mean, you have a number of players that, that have that are very highly successful uh, for the squad and they can make wonders. Yeah. Uh, and they, and they've got a system that they bought into under Quenville. Yeah. And, and I, I toyed with, with Florida and seven for sure, but I'm, I'm going to go with Tampa and six because they have, you know, the solid dependable, you know, roster. Yeah. No, but again, like I said, I wouldn't surprise me if Florida were to move on in, in that series. No, I think this is this is one of the more I think of the series. I think this is one of the more even series that we're going to see in the first round. Um, like I, I again, I can see a path for Florida through this. I just, I just to me, when I'm looking for you know what I think is going to get you through. I mean, goaltending always gets you through in the playoffs for sure. But I just, I just think that this is a team that is been there and they they haven't really shown much of a hangover. I completely agree. And, and where, when have we always said hot goaltender? Hot goaltender. Vasilevsky yeah, gets hot. So it's watch they're, out. In tr- they're in trouble. Yeah. And the same thing for Bobrovsky. If he gets on a roll, watch out. Oh, for sure. T- Tampa's gone gone down to him. Uh, Bobrovsky can ago. absolutely steal a series. Um, that cannot be stated enough. Yep. Absolutely. So we leave Florida and Tampa Bay, and we go to a team that practically looks like Toronto as we head up to the north in a series that we haven't seen since 1979 the top seeded Maple Leafs probably one of the bigger favorites to come into the uh, playoffs going up against uh, you know a Montreal team who last year surprised everyone by upsetting you know Pittsburgh in in moving on from the qualifiers uh, definitely had made some noise what what do you see out of Toronto, Montreal? It's so fun. It's so funny, right? Because like I feel like everyone thinks that Toronto's going to coast through the series, except for Toronto fans. <laughs> like everyone but Leafs fans think they're going to just like cruise through this series, and it's like it's and and I feel like I can understand. Like I can go Leafs fans. I understand. Show me where the bad playoffs touch you on the doll. <laughs> Because as a Sharks fan, I've been there. Yep. <laughs> right? Like, I understand that 
anxiety over, oh, yeah, they'll find a way to screw this up. So I get it completely because we've we've seen it. We've lived it. You know, we lived the the reverse sweep. We lived the, you know, winning the president's trophy in what was it, four or five games? We got sent home in six games to Anaheim. Six games. Yeah. Like, I understand the, the where is the where did the bad man playoffs touch you on the doll? Like, I get that as a Sharks fan. I completely understand that. Um, however, uh, Montreal, like Montreal didn't win their playoff spot. They just coasted until it was theirs. Like, there's just, I don't understand how, like, even I, as fragile as these fans might be, I don't understand how you don't think your team is going to crush this month like they should there's no reason like if if this leaf team loses to this montreal team i mean get the popcorn ready because it's gonna be a wild off season in toronto in my humble opinion i'm i'm in agreement with you if toronto loses this series to montreal first off you lose to montreal which is probably one of your biggest canadian rivals you know that's maybe not the ottawa senators or as we say Ottawa, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's a devastating blow for oh, Montreal yeah. to go to round two, and the Leafs are still sitting on on seventeen years without winning a playoff series. Yeah, like Montreal, like Montreal's only in the playoffs because they weren't quite as bad as Calgary. That's how they made the playoffs. We just sucked less than Calgary. That's why we're in the playoffs. <laughs> like Montreal, like. <laughs> And don't get me wrong. Look at Carey Price again. You know, Carey Price can absolutely steal a playoff series if if Carey Price comes on, and he can still do that for, you know, a few games. I mean, he did it last year. In that Pittsburgh series, mm-hmm. um, you know, Carey Price can absolutely steal a series. But top to bottom, this Toronto team is so much better than this Canadians team. This Canadians team again. If you look at like how they got into the playoffs. Their last 10 games, they are 4-4-2. and two, And their last 20 probably wasn't that much more interesting. Like, this is not a team. This is a team that is the definition of backing into the playoffs. And if you back in, you're back out. There's just, there's no way. Like, I just, I don't see, other than Carey Price getting hot, like, there's just no logical way I can see Montreal winning this series, which means it'll happen. And <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But um, I, I am very confident that Toronto is going to get this done. They will get it done in five. Yep. Uh, they might get it done in four. They might get it done in three. Ouch, ouch. Uh, I'm I, I'm so low on this Montreal team. I'm just I'm so low on it. Yeah, I, I think they're hurting. They'll put Carey Price in, but if he tweaks something, you're going up against Jake Allen, who had a decent year in Montreal. Uh, but he's Jake Allen. But he's Jake Allen, uh, you know. So he he hasn't exactly you know blown people's That's like out saying, water. right? I mean, like Jake Allen and Martin Jones are very much the same goalie to me right now. <laughs> like they don't scare me in a playoff series. And, and Toronto is a team built to to win the cup. I mean, you have the young the young stars of San Ramon native Austin Matthews. Yeah, Mitch Marner. You know. Mm-hmm. William Nylander, and then you have the veterans. You have Nick Foligno. You have uh, 
uh, Wayne Simmons. And oh yeah, some some guy named uh, oh yeah, J- Jumbo's on the team. Oh yeah, Uncle Uncle Jumbo. You know, so you know, I'm picking Toronto to win in five, but I also yeah. have a feeling they're going to go a long way. So come on, let's let's win it for Jumbo. Team chaos. Um, the other thing too, like Toronto definitely like. As much as I just talked up Toronto, like Toronto does have some serious concerns. Like Toronto has to figure out their power play. Oh, yeah. I, do they have to figure it out against Montreal? No. But if I think if they're going to go on a deep run, like that's something they have to figure out. Toronto does have some issues. I just think against this Montreal team, this shouldn't be a series. And, and as for who starts, you go with Jack Campbell or do, or do you let Freddie Anderson, you know, get, get in the back? <sighs> That See, to me is a big tough. one. Yeah, that's tough. I think you, I mean, Jack Campbell's the horse that got you there. Yeah. It, so I, I, I feel like it's his net until it isn't, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I can understand people being hesitant for that too, though. But um, I would say, for me, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I would, uh, I would be curious to see what least fans think, but I would probably say it's, it's Jack Campbell's net until it isn't. Right. So. Uh, you have the Leafs in five. I have the Leafs in five. I, I, uh, I'm barring anything crazy happening. Um, you know, I, I, I just can't see. I just can't see Montreal pulling this off. And if they do, oh man, get ready. Get your popcorn. Yes, we'll we'll trade Hurdle, LeBanc, and Meyer to Toronto for. Uh, for uh, Austin Matthews and uh, I don't think that I don't think they'll gut the team. I think it's I think it's more front office that will be gutted. You think you would think Dubis would be gone if if they lose? Yeah, which would probably yeah. I don't think I don't think I and I don't know how like I I, I really like Kyle Dubis and I again it's it's funny right like when you're when you're involved like I know like he's very fifty fifty down there with Leaf fans but. They get like, you know, they react really interesting to everything. Um, from an outside looking in, like I, this team should win. Um, I don't, I don't know how you fix it. Like I would not want to walk into there and try and try and decide what's broken there, because it doesn't like. Other than maybe, yeah, you probably want to sharp your goaltending a little bit more. I don't know what I don't know what's broken there. Like I, I don't know. Like it's it's again like if if they don't win this series like I don't know how I don't know how you I don't know how you don't do something but I don't know how to fix it yeah where where do you start that's the curious one I don't know yeah so that'll do for Toronto Montreal I mean I again I think Toronto is getting ready for a long run but we'll see on that and whoever these teams play they will get the winner of. Edmonton and Winnipeg, a sort of, can you say, classic rivalry. Well, granted, this is Jets 2.0. Edmonton with, you know, the tandem of McDavid and Dreisaitl back in the Stanley Cup playoffs for the first time since 2017. Yes, the qualifiers do not count. uh, where, Where they beat the Sharks and then, you know, got outmatched from, uh, from a up and running, uh, Anaheim squad in round two uh, in twenty seventeen. But I think they, they that that series where they beat the Sharks though, they beat the Sharks on one leg. I don't think that gets said enough. Like how broken 
the Sharks team was, like the injuries that had piled up. Like I'm not I'm not trying to take a move from Edmonton, but like they 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 won a they they beat a one legged man in an ass kicking contest. And they're could you say they're going up against a one legged Winnipeg squad right now? I mean, Winnipeg has been struggling uh, to to finish the season, and thankfully they were already in good shape to uh, to have a playoff spot. But you know, Montreal was kind of coming for them a little bit uh, for their number three seat too. Yeah, I mean, you're 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 not wrong. Um, you know, they they were. I think their last ten, they were like three seven and zero or something crazy like that. They did win their last two games at the end of the season. Um, I don't like this Jets team. I don't know how good this Jets team is in a normally aligned league. But stop me if you've heard this before. Connor Hellebuck can steal a series. Absolutely. I mean, Hellebuck um, is that good of a goaltender in my mind. Yeah, like Connor Hellebuck's really good. Like when people are like, when when that usually that's my response, right? Because I don't think Winnipeg's defense is that great. So when people are like, "Ooh, I I, I love how I can turn anything into a random Martin Jones," but. <laughs> Humor me for a second. I know people are probably rolling their eyes being like, as if he turned a playoff preview show into a rant on Martin Jones. But humor me for a second. Like, when people are always like, oh, well, you know, if you didn't have good defense, that how do, what do you expect Martin Jones to do? And I, like, Winnipeg's the team that I point to. Right. And I say, look at Connor Hellebuck. Connor Hellebuck has crap in front of him. And he's great. How dare you insult Dylan DeMello? That's all I'm I don't care. Say, you know. Well, I mean, Dylan DeMello's great. Like he's, <laughs> but but the, if you look at that defense compared to like a lot of other contending defenses in the league, it's not that great. Yeah. No. I, again, Winnipeg could be a team that can go, can go deep, but I think they're banged up and they've been in a little bit of disarray. That I just they can't outscore it. They they cannot outscore the Edmonton yeah. team. And they're, they're going to be banking on Connor Hellebuck to steal the series for them. Yeah, which, no, it, I mean, it's Connor capable. Hellebuck has to steal this series or they don't win. That And that's the reality of it. Like, Edmonton, if if they have to get into a scoring, if they have to get into a scoring, you know, a, a high scoring, shoot them, you know, last goal wins games, you're not winning the, you're not winning against this Edmonton team. No, I think Edmonton's got too much offense, uh, and and I think more so a, a good, decent team around them uh, to get the job done to win their first series that doesn't involve a, a team called the Sharks uh, <laughs> since the Ducks in 2006. Um, but yeah, I think the Oilers win it in six. I think Connor Hellbeck does steal a couple of games. Um, <laughs> Christine in the chat... Oh crap! I accidentally must have Winnipeg in five. I must have been drunk when I filled this out. Oh boy, you were probably recovering from from those those A's rumors, Christine. <laughs> Gosh, we we won't touch up on that because you know we we know Brody's been frustrated with it too. But uh, Winnipeg in five, I don't know. But I I I will say Edmonton in six because 
Connor Hellbeck can give you can give you those games. Uh, and the other thing too, you don't have a wideout in Winnipeg this year. Yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't really. Meh. I mean, I mean, that crowd can give you that that extra boost, but uh, especially but Winnipeg, that's but... been the same all year. Like that's not this isn't new. They've done they've played how many months without a crowd? A four. But I mean, there's there's always an extra boost with the crowd in the playoffs. I don't know. I mean, if you can't if you can't get up for these games now, then like. I don't know. It's not like they've been doing this all year, Um, but I agree. I have Edmonton in six as well, just because of the Connor Hellebuck factor. Um, I think that he Connor Hellebuck can probably uh, eke this game out a little bit, eke the series out a little bit longer than it probably should go. I think Edmonton should be the clear favorite here, but uh, Connor Hellebuck can steal some games and I think he, he could steal a couple. Indeed. Uh, And so we feel Edmonton will move on and take on Toronto, which, oh man, won't that be a fun one to talk about? <laughs> Matthews versus McDavid. You know, it, it's almost like the Hart Trophy will be on the line uh, in this one. But uh, I, honestly, I think McDavid's already got it, but that's beside me. Oh, point. yeah. Moving on to the West. And the Colorado. So, who are the Sharks playing? The Sharks are going to play Vancouver oh, in no. the first round. Uh, and they will uh, not be seen. It'll be in a rink somewhere in probably in Portland, Oregon. No, all right. <laughs> uh, the Colorado Avalanche get the President's Trophy on the last day of the season without you know, Drew Bauer. He's he's rested, but the question is, will Devin Dubnik be the goaltender that backs him up? He is currently under COVID protocol. Will he be out in time? Same thing for David Perron, who entered COVID protocol today. Um, yeah. This one, I would have said St. Louis would have a little bit more fight, but Colorado's going to be on a mission, don't you think? Yes. Um, I actually, this is the one series I have going to seven because as much as I think that Colorado should roll through this, and obviously I filled this out before the Perron thing was announced. Um, St. Louis just there. There's there's like I said, there was a couple of teams with just absolute upset fuel in them. And I believe St. Louis is one of those teams. To which Ryan O'Reilly said we will win the series. And Ryan O'Reilly guaranteed they'd win the series. But I don't think that would go that far. Um, I think Colorado wins the series. But I think St. Louis has a lot of tools to um, to push Colorado and really make a series of this. Like I just, and the thing with playing the blues, the other thing with playing the blues is, um, and you know, Colorado won the president's trophy obviously in their last game, but I might've preferred playing the wild because like, you're not leaving a series with the blues, especially one that goes the distance in one piece. Yeah. They will be a hard, tough team to beat. Either way, I still think, you know, Colorado is too much. Even even if Grubauer does get hurt, if they can get Dubnik back, I think that will be great. You know, because um, I don't think Bennington's played well. And remember, Col- no. Colorado was all over them early on in the year, and that might still be in their head. So I, I will go with, with Avs and in, in – hmm, I'll go Avs and six 
in this one because I think Colorado is just going to be pumped up and ready to, you know, make amends for, for last season in the bubble because they know they were probably the better team uh, going out there in d So Colorado uh, and St. Louis, but St. Louis, you know, and our, and our friends at Let's Go Blues Radio, sorry, really sorry. But you know what we won't be sorry about? is if the Minnesota Wild can upset the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Minnesota, one of the better home teams uh, this season, and uh, former Sharks head coach Dean Evason doing that. Ah, I forgot that one. Shoot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Dean Evason doing a fantastic job with the Wild and everything that they have going there. Of course, Kirill Kaprizov is, is making a name for himself. But, uh Wow. You know, I mean, something else. But Vegas, I mean, what can you say about Vegas? They are built and ready for a run, you know, a long-awaited Stanley Cup run. You know, they've been in a drought for, for four oh, seasons. I, the long-suffering Vegas Golden Knights oh, fans, man, I know. Oh, my gosh. What do, you, what do you think of this one? This one, I think, is also evenly matched a little bit, though. So this one here... I mean, if anyone's kind of had the Golden Knights number this year, it's been the wild. Um, but I feel like that's one of those things. Like it's one of it's, I feel like it's one of those stats that you can throw for the playoffs. Laurel, cover your ears. I apologize for what I'm about to say, but you're going to want to cover your ears for this. Top to bottom, is there a better team in this playoff right now than Vegas? Like, I know Colorado finished ahead of them, but, like, they've got, you know, if if one of their goalies falters, so you go, you have Flurry and you have Panda. Um, if, if one of those guys falters, you go to the other one, yep. and you don't blink. You know, um, forward, this team can score on you in so many different ways. They've got the pest factor in Ryan Reeves, who I think, you know, shouldn't be nearly as effective as he is. But unfortunately, a lot of teams play into his bullshit. And if you play into his bullshit and you start chasing him around, they will kill you. Sales Sharks. But we've seen them do it to not just the Sharks. They've done it to a lot of teams. If if they do not, if they if if they can you know get other teams to start chasing Reeves around, they're gonna have a bad time. I think the Wild have done some really good things this year. Kirill Kaprizov should be the Calder winner by a landslide. But I just I look at these two teams and I just don't think they match up very well. And I just. I, I don't want to say that their regular season success against the Golden Knights is a mirage, but it's kind of a mirage, I think. I think that now, you know, it's playoff times. that Things are going to get ugly, and I just... Golden Knights are a better team, and I hate it. I don't like it. I hate it all, but I, I'm i not going to come on here and lie to you and or, you know, give you the team I want to win. Like, these aren't my rooting interests. These are who I think will win the series, and <laughs> it's going to be the Golden Knights. It's going to be... I think I have them in six. Mm. Yeah, I have them in six. And it I think the Wild will be lucky if it gets to six. You're right. I would think it would hopefully get to a six game because then 
Vegas will fall down and just. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm wearing the wild sweater for for a reason. I I think they've been very well in their home barn. You honestly just need one. Problem game. is, is you have to win one game in Vegas, and that's the key, key catch there. And it'll be game seven. Uh, I'm going to pick Minnesota in seven. Uh, <laughs> bold, bold indeed. Uh, can Cam Talbot win a series? Maybe. Oh yeah, Cam uh, Talbot. That's the other thing too. Cam Talbot versus and, and <laughs> as a flurry or panda. Ugh. And, and as a uh, guy who. Uh, who had uh, Kakanen on his fantasy team and just saw him melt down uh, with uh, the Minnesota, you know, giving up seven straight goals to St. Louis. It's even a tougher one. Um, if Kaprizov doesn't get his head uh, knocked out like they were trying to do in the last game of the season uh, against these two teams, uh, he can be he can be an impact. I think. Oh, for sure. I I hate to predict things. But I have a feeling that Kaprizov is going to be targeted, headhunted, and will might have a Milan Mahalik incident from 06 on there, uh, which will make it a lot tougher for my prediction to happen. But never doubt the Minnesota Wild in a first-round playoff series. Uh, they have been able to do some things that I didn't think were possible. They were very surprising out the door they've played all the teams very well whether it's Colorado you know or Vegas or St. Louis for that matter I can already tell Ian's like what the hell is wrong with you but no, it's fine <laughs> it's, it's bold I mean I, I'm glad we disagree on one series right? it just happens to be this one right but I I, I just I just have a feeling and, and again and I have a feeling that PDB is going to overthink things and and screw things up I'm not while vague, the roster is built for a champion, and it should have had a cup by now, to be quite honest, I, I, I don't see the dominant spark that the Knights had in the past. You know, I, I, I just really don't. You know, I mean, the Sharks gave, gave the Knights a run for their money in a few games this season. And, and honestly, they shouldn't, they shouldn't even, you know, have had that. And so I think the... I think the the shiny thing is uh you know going to come off. I think now that you know Robin Leonard shaved his head, that might throw things off a bit too. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm grasping for straws. Can't you tell? <laughs> that's because uh, that's a that's a reach. Hey, they you know Laurel likes to reach around, so there you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, I I think Minnesota can can pull this thing off. They won't get past the second round if that's the case, but um. But yeah, I'll go Minnesota in seven. Uh, there'll be shades of Andrew Brunette uh, on T-Mobile T Arena ice <laughs> in due time. So I really want that Vegas Colorado series though. Like out of all oh, the potential yeah. matchups, like that's the one I want. I, I would. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be. I'd be more than happy to be wrong as long as it's Vegas Colorado, and Colorado wins. But I mean. To have that, that would be huge in my mind. So we've made our picks. We we have one more that we're going to do, so or well, two more, and, and we're okay. gonna we're and we'll do a little more fun games here. Here, all right, and you know, chat, get ready to join in on the fun too. So here's the bracket right here, and, and so 
I'm going to ask you, Ian, mm -hmm. tell me I'm wrong. The dark horse of the playoffs will come out of the north. Yeah, I, I think I, I think that's probably fair. I think when you look at the other divisions, like a lot of people have kind of crapped on the north a lot this year. So I feel like whoever comes out of the North won't be taken as seriously as they probably should be, especially if it's Toronto or Edmonton. I feel like if one of those teams come out of the North, I think they're a threat and I don't think they should be. Um, I, I think that they shouldn't be overlooked um, depending on, you know, regardless of who they play. Like, All right. If I were to tell you Austin Matthews will be the Conn Smythe winner, What's your percentage that I could be right? Um, I don't have them going to the cup final, so that Ooh. knocks it down. Um, yeah, I, I think... What is my... I'm looking at my semifinals here. So, yeah, my semifinals has the... My semifinals are the Carolina Hurricanes and the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I have Carolina going to the cup final. Okay. So you have Carolina, Toronto. Yes. All right. And from the East and the West, who do you have in your final four? My final four, uh, again, cover yours, Laurel. I have the Vegas Golden Knights defeating the New York Islanders. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. All right. So you have... Vegas versus Carolina. Boy, howdy. This, the, in the, the cup final. In the cup and I final. have the Carolina Hurricanes winning the Stanley Cup oh, this year. Oh, thank God. Okay. I, I would have hung up on you right now if you said the <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights are going to If I had the, the Vegas Golden Knights winning the Stanley Cup. <laughs> no, I have the Carolina Hurricanes beating the Golden Knights for the, in the Stanley Cup final. All right. So Carolina over Toronto. Mm -hmm. or, sorry, Carolina over Vegas for this cup final. For the cup final. Yeah, you have Vegas over the Islanders in the semifinals, along with uh, Toronto going down to Carolina. Okay. For me, I'm going to go with Toronto versus Washington uh, and Colorado and Carolina. Uh, and, and I'm going to have, let's see here, that would put one and one and one and two. So if I'm not mistaken, and correct me if I'm wrong on, on the math here, that would put uh, Colorado up against Carolina or Colorado up against Toronto. I'm not sure because my so, seats are already done. So Washington Washington is at 77. Carolina will be 80. Uh, Vegas or, you know, and then 77. Okay, so you'd have... Colorado against Carolina, Toronto against Washington. I will say Vegas, no, excuse me, Colorado, excuse me, woo -hoo. Mm -hmm. Colorado and Toronto for the cup. And I'd be a good series too. I'd... I think I, I kind of called that early in the year, uh, you know, outside the, the homework call for, for uh, San Jose, but of course that went by the wayside. Uh, Toronto gets it done in seven. And I'm going to say it's in overtime in game seven. Wow. All the all the drama. 
Yeah, and see, so when I went through my bracket, um, I know some people are like, you have Colorado getting, you have Vegas getting by Colorado, and I think it's going to be a hell of a series. And again, I always, I always default to goaltending. Like if I, if I'm, if I have trouble picking a series, I, I go, okay, who's the goalies? And I, again, I, I just think the, the two-headed dragon, in Vegas over Colorado, like that would be my, you know, that's, that's kind of where why I went that way. Um, cause I'm sure that some people are like, why would you take, you know, cause I know a lot of people are really high on this Colorado team and so am I, I just, but in, 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 in a series in that series, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a good series. I'll be really mad if we don't get that series to be completely honest. Like if we don't get that Colorado Vegas series, I'm going to be super angry. Uh, so, uh, which, so I'm, I'm going to assume that you rather have, if you had to have one, mm-hmm. you would pick to have Colorado Vegas rather than Washington Pittsburgh one more time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, although I, I think I know you I could get the up Islanders, for, but yeah, I, I mean, I could get up for, I, I like I, well, the way I have my bracket going, it, it's going to be Toronto Edmonton. I think that would be a good series too, but not like this Colorado Vegas series is going to be stupid if they get there. Like it's just, it's going to be like, that might be the series to watch in the entire playoffs. All right. Which, which former shark will, will be the most successful. Easy for me to say, which former shark will be the most successful in these playoffs in your mind? I'm looking at my bracket here and I'm trying to think. I don't know. Like, I just. <laughs> oh, that's good. I mean, obviously, like you want to say your heart wants to say Jumbo. Right. But Jumbo is. You know, maybe and maybe just by sheer length of run, maybe it is Jumbo. Because I have obviously Toronto in my uh, semifinals. But like if if he's. I mean, I guess compared in, in comparison to other Sharks players, then, you know, maybe that wouldn't be so bad. But, I mean, if he's the driving force on Toronto, there's a problem. Yeah. Is that fair? That's fair. That's more than fair. I mean, uh, I I would, uh, you know, I, I see in here, you know, a lot of, you know, Verge 7F91, probably PDB, unfortunately, you know. Uh, yeah, I could say, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, that would, uh, that would definitely line up with my thing for sure so uh, and i'll ask you this before we uh start wrapping things up worst cup final in your mind like like what would would be like your nightmare cup scenario oh it's so hard because of the way that the seating works Mm -hmm. so i don't know if this would it's hard because i don't know if it would make sense but i think anything like I think Vegas Pittsburgh would be like my nightmare fuel scenario. Like of just I don't want to watch either of those teams win a cup. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I think that would be like that would be my nightmare scenario was like yeah, I think like a Vegas Pittsburgh final. And I don't think it could happen. I don't I maybe it could, I'm not sure. Um because I'm not sure how the seating would line up to get them there, but that would be like just can somebody can they both lose? <laughs> Right, you know, I mean, they're at seventy-seven. Vegas like, would be at uh, eighty. Vegas, a Vegas Pittsburgh, a Vegas Boston, like 
there's just a couple teams that I just have no desire to see yeah. win. No, uh, I, I'm I'm good with anybody, uh, you know, not in the Eastern Division making the Cup final. To be quite honest, I, I I'd be fine. Caps, Caps are I, I like the Islanders, I like the Caps, like yeah. those are fun teams to watch. I don't have any real ill will against them, yeah. but yeah, no. Uh, AHA saying nightmare scenario: Vegas beating Toronto, uh, just because Jumbo gets there and everything and. Um, oh man, that would suck for sure. And I don't think, and that's another one where like I just don't want to, I don't want to hear it from either side after they win. So yeah, <laughs> I, I, like I don't want to, I don't want least fans to be after you know after sitting here, you know, biting their nails over a season with Montreal, going crazy that they're the best team in the fucking universe because oh. they won the cup. But if they win one series, they're going to be like that. Come on now. Well, fair enough. I mean, you know, that would be Montreal. And then, I don't know. I don't, I, again, it's like, show me where the bad playoff man has touched you on the doll. <laughs> they, they've, they've got their, they've got their demons. I, yeah, I mean that, I, I don't like that either. But um, yeah, there's a couple teams. Like, I really, I, I think Vegas is really good, unfortunately. But do I want to see, again, like, this isn't who I want to see when this is who I think will win. Um and you know, like, don't, 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 don't mistake me here. No one would be happier than me, even though it completely implode my bracket to watch Vegas get bounced by Minnesota. <laughs> like, I will be as happy as anyone to watch that. But I just don't think that's what's going to happen. When when you jump over to the other side, that crazy determination side, uh, will, will yeah, open like I don't open arms, buddy. <laughs> I I don't want like I don't want. Vegas to do well. I never want Vegas to do well, but they're a team that's built to do well, and I can't deny that. And I can't. Again, it's. I don't think this show is as interesting if I come on and just tell you who I want to win, rather than you know give you a reason why this team's going to win. Other than well, they're Vegas and we hate Vegas, so f them. Like, I. I mean, I'm sure we. Some people go, yeah, but then people would be like, yeah, but is that analysis? I don't know. I, I agree. So with that, we will get out of here. In case you missed anything, or do you want to watch this again? Check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, you name it, you love it. Uh, we have it all here at tealtownusa.com. Uh, of course, uh, this is not the only thing that's going to happen on here, so... We'll be back after every round during the uh, during the Stanley Cup yeah. playoffs uh, to to tell how horrible our picks are or whatnot. Maybe Kevin will stop getting off of his Peloton while eating his dinner to join us. <laughs> uh, and the same thing, you know, with Pucknologists. Their season finale is tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Pacific. So, of course, check them out. They will have a recap of, of the Shark season along with making their own picks for it uh and, and maybe we'll kidnap you know jerk and aj and maybe rocket to uh prognosticate their picks on this one uh so uh you know uh yeah it's a it's been a fun one indeed ian it's always it's mm -hmm. always fun to just uh you know take it take a shot in the dark a little bit also, also, also just want to say, um, as far as like things upcoming, uh, no set and solid date yet, but, uh, Teal Tinted is coming back on this channel at some point, uh, sooner than later. So, uh, stay tuned for that. As soon as we hammer down a date, I will, uh, make sure that you're all aware so that we can all, um, 
be here, you know? Right. Yes. Teal tinted glasses will be making a return. Uh, I look forward to that. Uh, of course, I always, the more hockey talk, the better. And I appreciate that indeed. Like I said, Pecknologist tomorrow at 7 p.m. Uh, while they break down the shark season. Uh, of course, there is one more thing we do need to do before we get out of here. Uh-oh. Ooh, Barracuda! That's right. Your San Jose Barracuda, along with the rest of the Pacific Division, are in a in a play-in uh, for the Pacific Division tournament, which is, I think, a great idea. That's the only division that's doing a tournament uh, here. It's a uh, great idea, depending on who you asked. Apparently, they pulled a bunch of players on whether they wanted to do it or not, and it was like 133 to 8 were not in favor. And yet they're still going on with it. <laughs> I can explain that. Um, so what happened is, um, according to what I read, was basically when they were doing their when they were doing their play return to play plan for this year, um, they basically said that the, the way they had the contract written up was that um, in order to get more of their salaries, I think they're only making 50% of what they would normally make this year. And I'm assuming this is for players that are on AHL only deals, not the um, not two way deals with NHL clubs that basically in order to get at least 50% of their money, they had to agree to playoffs. If the AHL decided to do them now because of the logistics and everything else, um, they ended up only doing it in the Pacific Division. So um, if they had voted no to potential playoffs at the start of the season um, without having a, a set plan, I think they're, they would have made something like 42 or 43% of their um, of their money this year instead of the 50%. Mm. Um, so they basically, even though really no one wants to do it, they're stuck because of the deal they made at the start of the season and their return to play. Interesting. Very, very interesting indeed. Um, it, and it's a kind of an interesting format. It's similar to, I, I would kind of say it's like the uh, the qualifying round last year's Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, so here's how it goes down. And this is this is pretty much breaking, like not even hot off the press 10 minutes ago. Uh, the Tucson Roadrunners uh, will take on the San Jose play Barracuda uh, in the play-in round. And the winner will take on the Henderson Silver Knights are the top seed uh so here's how it's going to go down tuesday this tuesday may 18th uh the roadrunners will take on the barracuda and that game will be scheduled at 1 p.m yes that's right folks the play-in round for tucson and san jose will be at 1 p.m that game will be at the ducks practice the brand spanking new ducks practice facility in irvine uh so the winner of that will uh move onward and and then they will play in play the winner of ontario the rain and the colorado eagles so the kings and the avalanche affiliate that's a 7 30 p.m start on tuesday the the winners of those games will pl play each other in the playing final on wednesday night at 7 p.m in irvine the winner of that goes on to take on the Henderson Silver Knights in Las Vegas. So the Cuda need to get past the Roadrunners, and if they do that, then they would have to take on the winner of Ontario and Colorado, and then they would get on to Henderson uh, and take on the Silver Knights and Joel Ward. Uh, the other 
Pacific Division semifinal would be the Bakersfield Condors and the San Diego Gulls. Uh, that series will begin on the 21st already. Uh, the series for the f that involves Henderson is to be determined once everything settles off with the play-in round. So that being said, uh, we will reconvene and we will make the return, and I think we can say now, of Barracuda After Dark following uh, Tuesday's game uh, in the afternoon. We're roughly going to go about 3.30 there. Uh, you're going to have... Uh, you know, they will have a lot of the number of players, uh, <laughs> including you know Bergman, Chekovic, Hamiluk, uh, Shelman, Koshinash, Melnichuk, Pashnuk, uh, and true, they've all been assigned to the Barracuda for next week's play-in tournament. Of course, the Barracuda have been off for a bit already, so uh, get some... I'm curious to see who they go with in net. Yeah, uh, I'm curious as to who they go in net and, and how fresh are these guys going to be. I mean, I don't know what how much practice time they're, they're going to be allotted, but it uh, should be an interesting one. Yeah. So... Uh, so we'll be on the lookout for that. So your schedule for the week coming up, you have uh, Pucknologist tomorrow at 7 p.m., uh, Barracuda After Dark following uh, Roadrunners and Barracuda. It should be about 3.30, depending on everything. Uh, and then if they win, of course, we'll be back with you on Wednesday night. Uh, and then I look forward to the return of TTG. Yes, Uh time pending but it's definitely coming back yeah. uh it's just an issue of it's just an issue of just getting all our schedules to align uh and uh getting it going and um i'm hoping i got we got some cool plans uh, we're definitely playing around with some different formats so i think it'll be interesting um if nothing else it'll be interesting i hope awesome i look forward to that and if anything news breaking newsworthy and breaking for the sharks happens we will make sure to get on the air for you on here so the most important thing make sure you hit that subscribe button of course give us a thumbs up if you haven't already and yep. hit that bell that bell is so important. did i get a thumbs down because i turned i because i could because i proved i could turn anything to a jones rant please tell me that's the <laughs> thumbs down <laughs> i could turn even the most random show into a jones rant hey, there you go okay i hope that's what the thumbs down is for I, I, if, I, if it's because of my thoughts on vegas i understand that as well yeah. I, I will and i will accept that and, of course, you know, uh, like AJ said, we're going live for the draft lottery. Absolutely. We will have a lot. We are going to be all over the draft lottery. Uh, and then, of course, the, the expansion draft and the draft. And, of course, AJ and I love breaking down the schedule, uh, which is always a fun one. And, of course, free agent frenzy. Well, we'll be sitting here for six hours hoping the Sharks do something. So those are our plans. Feel free to join us. If not, join us anyways. Damn it. Yeah. You know, so the conversation now continues on the Discord channel. The, AJ put the link in there. So if you want to join us over there, go for it. But until tomorrow night for Technologists. <laughs> Hang on there. I, I pulled a landy. Keep it real. Uh -oh. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a good night, everyone. So much for my perfect show. Good night, everyone. Oh.